Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Welcome in a big man edition of Primetime today. Big Souk with you, Ryan Buckley and uh, Will Ortner. Uh, fill-in of a fill-in of a fill-in. Yeah, so we so, so far with, with Rob being gone on vacation, so we had my brother in. Yesterday, Buckley filled in from where he was at. He bumped over. It's like the right tackle went down. Buckley moved over from the guard spot. He's back to playing guard. Nemec was supposed to be in. He got the Rona or some sort of illness. He's dying, so he's out. Will produced earlier today on Danny and Dusty, even though he knocked him off the air for an hour. Was and me. now he's back here. I think we've got all of that. So basically we're a mess of an O-line right now, and we're shuffling everything around. Still better than whatever they're putting out in Tampa. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. We're still better than whatever they're doing in Tampa. Hey, the well, Ducks had to do this a couple times this season. Sometimes it worked well, sometimes it didn't. Well, the Jets, I saw today, the Jets put their sixth starting offensive tackle on non-football-related IR. So they will now have started seven different people at their tackle position. The fact that the Jets have a winning record with that is astounding. Because when you get down to your sixth and seventh tackle, that's me. That's me on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing. And trust me, you don't want me playing. That's when when I, if I had to go into a game, it had officially hit the fan. And that's where the Jets are at at this point. It's not good. Well, imagine that. I mean, the Chargers are in the same boat. O-linemen are falling left and right. I'm waiting any day now. I'm going to get a call. It's going to happen. Well, I'm I saw get a call. I saw too like the Chiefs are a really good team. And this is like the this is the difference between Mike White and Patrick Mahomes. The money. The two most the, the, the two tackles that have given up the most pressures. Yeah, money and an annoying Talent. wife. 
Uh-huh. Well, his wife is just she's the worst. She's the worst. She's back well, on. Well, that's actually wrong. Her his brother is the worst. Yes, she's the second worst. But they're like one entity. She's back now, claiming that the NFL has a conspiracy against her husband, wanting the Cincinnati Bengals to beat them. She's as if as if the NFL is somehow conspiring to have their biggest star not win football games. Ask Aisha Curry how that goes, saying that the league is rigging the game against your star husband. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't doesn't go well. She tried that. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, that's a thing. But the the two Chiefs tackles, Orlando Brown Jr. and ah, his name escapes me. It's who not st- Fisher, is it? No, it's no. Not Fisher it's not Fisher anymore. Um, their right tackle. They have given up the the number one and number two most pressures of any tackles in the NFL this year. So wow. the fact that Kansas City's offense is what it is, despite that you have two leaky faucets, and one of which you paid an S-ton of money for, that tells you something about just how good the Kansas City Chiefs are. I mean, that's like when you're if you're picking NFL games and you find a squad with a beat up old line, bet against it because battle lines can make the Miami Dolphins had the best offense going in the NFL and they lost both of their tackles. Now I get it; it's against the 49ers, and that Niners defense is like the '85 Bears, dude. That they're thing is rigid. They're dude, so savage. They just hunt. They, but when you you saw that Dolphin offense and without their two tackles. You took the most accurate and poised quarterback in the NFL right now in Tua, and you made him a duck and chuck guy. He looked like a little kid out there. He wanted nothing to do with it. You lose NFL linemen, especially tackles, and it is an absolute game changer. Unless, apparently, you're Kansas City, then well, doesn't that, matter. That's its own thing, and that's just because Patrick Mahomes knows that the more he loses, the less playoff time he has. And that means the more time he has to be around his annoying wife, yeah. and he has to be around his annoying brother. So he's like, I'm just going to make sure I keep winning, and that way I don't have to spend time around them. <laughs> he's the ultimate, like, he would never Andrew Luck this. He is going to stay until he dies on yeah. the field, because he doesn't want to be around his family. Like, it is weird to think about that because we all think that his family is the worst thing going. Like his wife and brother just seem like the most annoying human beings. He obviously has to. Lo- he's around them all the time. He has to love one of them. He doesn't have to love both. I just want that very clear. You don't have to love your brother. You have to love your wife for at least a little bit. Yeah, they just had a kid. And- they, they're, she's pregnant again. There's going to be another one. So clearly, I mean. Clearly, that Texas Tech uh, college basketball game was just a misnomer. That son, uh, they went with Patrick Mahomes the third. He's obviously the second. Um, he's but, a junior. Uh, yeah, he's Patrick Mahomes the second. Now, is there a difference between because the junior have to have the same middle name, right? I think I think the difference between junior and second uh, second I think can also skip a generation. Uh, if it can go like a if your grandfather was that, you wouldn't necessarily be the junior, but you would be the second. But obviously, his dad though was Pat Mahomes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but they're calling their son Bronze. That's like their uh, moniker for him. He's just going to continue to get Not third Patrick place. Patty. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, that's I, so sad. That's what I read like, online. If my parents were like, "Hey, Will, like, we love you so much. You're our bronze child." <laughs> yeah, what? Like, that's not fair. We only have two. Why no. am I the third? Why I, that that's bronze? Offensive. There, that is such a unique, strange moniker to give your child. This is my son, bronze. bronze. Not gold. Not silver. Not platinum. What, like, well, it, there's more of an explanation now. Tin? It says <laughs> third best. This is my uh, son, Quartz. It says, see Patrick and Brittany Mahomes' daughter, 
Sterling twin with baby brother Bronze in football outfits. So they have twins, maybe, named Sterling and Bronze? Sterling is a worse name. That's a worse no, name. No, no, no. Sterling is... It's Sterling. Like Sterling sucks. When you grow up, you're telling me that Sterling isn't going to have an advantage over Bronze? Which would you rather have? Hey, I got Sterling Silver over here, or you can have Bronze. So I their w- daughter Sterling's like a year and a half, and their son's a newborn. I would like Sterling and Bronze. I would way rather be a Bronze, because at least Bronze is like kind of cool, or I'd play in to the Deontay Wilder, like, I'm the bronze bomber, like, I'm a big deal. Sterling sucks. Like, you only get used, like, two or three times a year. Like, it's only when fancy guests are around, so like you have a, to put on pants like and be a, snooty. Like a gravy boat sort yeah, of thing. Sterling sucks mm. is a name. <laughs> Let's get to the Hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number 5. Yeah, someone's saying it could be worse. You could be pewter. <laughs> this is my son, Pewter. Yeah, but all, all of a sudden, bronze is becoming a lot better. Uh, speaking of Oregon Measure 114, it was on again, off again, on again. So Drake May, who is the quarterback at North Carolina, was a Heisman Trophy contender, supposedly will be when he comes out, can't this year, he's only a freshman, when he comes out, supposedly like the number one overall draft pick in the NFL. Well, it was reported that he was leaving North Carolina, thus wouldn't be playing in the bowl game against Oregon, but Pete Thamel has it today saying that Drake May is staying at North Carolina, and in the piece, Bug, didn't you say it says in there that uh, he could never leave his team? Yeah, so he he tweeted, I could never leave this place with a handshake emoji uh, so, and, and so that he's coming back. So was the handshake also holding a giant bag of cash? It should have been. Because doesn't, got to imagine that's doesn't that what from. this means? Hey, I'm gone. Wait, I could never leave this place. How much NIL money did you find under the mattress? Six six mil, right? I'm guessing six, seven At mil. For a top QB seven. in the country, you'd think so. Yeah, for the number one quarterback, supposedly, in the NFL in, in, in a year? Yeah. Yeah, I could I could never leave. I could Number never. Four. Do you know how many girls have said that to me and then have left me because I was no longer a football player? Too many to count. Should have been a weatherman. That's right. No one leaves a weatherman. No, they stay. Yeah, because they're versatile. Speaking of versatile, Jack Coletto might be my favorite college football player. I love me some Jack Coletto. Now, apparently Will has worked out shirtless with him, which I yes, find rather awkward. We flex together, too. But local Camus boy, Jack Coletto was honored today with the Paul Horning Award, which the best part about this is it was being reported earlier as the Paul Hornig Award. It's spelled Hornig. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not Hornung. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Well, no, he won the Paul Horning Award. Well, then learn to spell your name correctly, Paul. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, as the most versatile player in the country, and uh, I just thought that that is a great story for a kid that, you know, easily in today's day and age could have left seven times over. He really found himself kind of being like a, a legend at Oregon State. He will go down as a legend in Corvallis, especially you know you winning the Civil War your last year. I just love me some selfless Jack Coletto. Jack. Number three. Yeah, it wasn't. I think he was selling jackhammer shirts. He by should the way. be. Yeah, that's his NIL. He's got a whole thing, and it goes to, like, Wounded Warrior or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Look, I love me some Jack Leto, but I'm, I'm not wearing a Jackhammer shirt. Can't I, do it. I want to do it. I was going to buy, well, uh, you're, you're what a, was... You're a young Sparky. 
Well, what was it? Myers Leonard was selling the Hammer shorts. I wanted to buy one of those until well, uh, he went on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, so much. That's, that's, I want the Jackhammer. I'll support my buddy. It was it was is a bit much. Uh, speaking of a bit much, how about Aaron Judge? Uh, how does the tune of nine years, three hundred and sixty million dollars grab you now? It was reported a day ago that the the offer on the table was from the San Francisco Giants and that Judge would be leaning that. So when we left the air, Buck, we thought that Judge was going to be. In fact, it was reported, and then they kind of had to yank it back. Yeah, right. John Heyman right. said it was it was happening, and then he retracted it, said might not be done yet, but people thought that this, the vibe at the winter meetings was still that San Francisco is where he was going, and we found out early this morning, not the case. That is the definition of getting the bag. $360 million. Heyman should have went out and tweeted the PS4 bit on his Twitter or should have just totally pretended like it didn't happen. <laughs> like, he went out and apologized and was all about journalism integrity, and it's like, dude, who cares? It's Twitter. It's not a big deal. Uh, Blode was uh, uh, an NFL Super Bowl contender. It turns out Vaughn Miller, who they thought was going to be able to play, he had exploratory knee surgery, and I guess when they explored, what they found was a blown-out ACL. So Vaughn Miller's season is officially done, which is a blow. I know Buffalo is supremely talented, but Vaughn Miller is that guy. They, they, they call him in the NFL, they call him closers. Yep. When you get into that two-minute situation, the other team has the ball, the ability to close out a game with a sack or two, that's what Von Miller was brought in to do. This is a big blow to Buffalo. Well, and they'd been barely even using him this year, and yeah. he was leading the team with eight sacks yeah. through really 11 games because he got hurt right away in that Thanksgiving game. This is a big deal because they were just about to start ramping him up, yeah. and he was about to look like the Von Miller of old because he had had time to rest his body. And also on an NFL note, uh, remember we reported a couple days ago, really a week ago, that Antonio Brown was holed up in his house? He still is. It is now. We, we, How is that possible? We will talk about it's like this. Day five or something. It's day seven. Oh, we'll talk about this later. We'll, we'll dedicate a seven to this. But Antonio Brown is still in a standoff, kind of, sorta. No one go in there to go get him, right? It's this. Well, we need the room to let this breathe. We, we know where he's at. <laughs> I know it's very strange to me. And number one, uh, it is made official. Will Stein. The co-offensive coordinator at uh, University of Texas San Antonio is your new coordinator of the Oregon Ducks. And here is Will Stein about his offensive philosophy. Our version of that on offense is won the football. Okay, We want to be a violent football team running the football. And we say run to win. Our perimeter blocking, I think, shows up as much as anybody in the country with our wideout striking on the perimeter. Okay, And then our backs in pass protection. All right. Two, get your best players the ball as many times as possible. We say feed the studs. That's our way to say it. It's not rocket science. Coach said it earlier. Plays are highly overrated. I'm going to talk spacing. They're great plays, but it's overrated. If we got trash players, they don't look as good. We have really good players at UTSA. Okay. So get your players the ball as many times as you can. We want to throw the ball down the field. Right. We say two times a quarter. That's eight a game. That's minimum. Shots down the field, okay? Then Ford says mixed formations, shifts, motions, and tempos. The, the day of going fast all the time is, I don't want to say it's over because it's not, but we like to set the pace on offense. That is Will Stein, who, by the way, looks nothing like he sounds. Like, that's kind of like an old, gruff, kind of southern guy, and when you look at him, he looks like he's from Mayberry. He looks like he's about 12 years old, even though he's 32, Kind of has that like that red hair. He's he looks like a young Ron Howard, but apparently he's bringing some 
gruff, gravelly voice to the organ OC. And uh, we'll have Dave Bartu on later this week to, to chat about this, but he sent me some numbers. Uh, basically, their offensive efficiency is exactly the same as as Oregon's. Um, and it's it's similar in the run-pass balance. They averaged 300 yards thrown, but the average was 200 yards running. It was one of the more balanced and potent offenses in college football. Dave did say that they play a little slower pace than Oregon, and with Oregon's defensive struggles, that may end up being uh, an advantageous thing because if you do have a defense that struggles, you don't necessarily want to get into track meets all the time. Even if you get a good defense, it's actually kind of a good thing because yeah. it's like, hey, you're giving them plenty of time to rest. I'm excited to see what Coach Stein is going to come in and do. You know he's going to be a hammer recruiter yeah. because it seems like everyone that Lanning brings you in. You almost have to be at this point. right? Like, Although I've heard some people say, you know, just bring me a bright mind. You've got enough recruiters. Bring me people that can develop. Uh, I, and I'm interested to see if he can do that. I mean, there's a decent amount of UTSA guys who are in the NFL yep. now, although the one that I can think of is playing cornerback for the Seahawks. <laughs> but there well, are guys like who Marcus are Davenport, the right? The, yes. Yeah, for the, the Saints. I think he's one, too. He's an yep. edge rusher. But, you know, hey, if his, if his mantra is, what was it? Uh, feed the studs. Feed I want a t shirt. Sign me up. <laughs> Players over plays, Buck. That's how it's always been. That is the hot five at five. All right, we come back. Uh, I do want to talk about this Antonio Brown thing because I feel like this thing is completely underneath the radar and it is bananas, even by Antonio Brown standards. A big man edition at primetime right here on 1080. The- Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet? With two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Right, welcome back in. I teased this in the Hot 5 at 5, but we needed a room for this to breathe because I find this story to be absolutely bananas, and I haven't seen it covered pretty much anywhere. There's there's one reporter. Uh, let me get her. I, I think uh, is it, is it Amy? Amy Dash. Amy Dash, right? So Amy Dash, uh, 
she does it on Twitter at Amy Dash TV, and she's pretty much just like a sports legal reporter. She covers all these sorts of things. And a week ago, she had a thread going that Antonio Brown, yes, that Antonio Brown, and this, by oh, the way, not the other one, not the other one. The bar is so high for crazy with Antonio Brown. It's Kanye West sort of crazy. So a week ago, the the report was is that Antonio Brown uh, had one of his. Uh, well, actually, she's she's a she's a gal that has two children with him, and he was she was living in his house. So apparently, she comes home uh, with the kids, and there's a note, a handwritten note on the door from Antonio Brown saying that this is your official eviction notice. Uh, you have like two hours to vacate the premises. Get out. Was she living in his house? Yes. Yes. Which, by the way, you are not allowed to do. If you are living with someone, even if it is your residence and it is their residence, that is their legal residence, you can't just decide that, hey, you no longer get to live here. And you certainly can't write out a handwritten note and be like, hey, just so you know, you're out of here. In fact, my uh, I had someone that I knew that watched that that dumb John Cena reality show. Oh, with Nikki Bella? With Nikki Bella. Total Bellas? The Total Bellas, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess Cena is, he's a unique cat. And he sucks. Yeah. So I, I guess, like, John Cena, when you move in with, with John Cena, so they were living together, he makes you sign... Like a like a like a legal like a form, yeah. Like a but you're not married. He makes you sign a form, basically saying that this is not your legal residence, and that I can get rid of you at any time. Wow, he's an actual psycho. Like if you watch that show, he sucks on that show. He's it's, a psychopath. It's your the worst roommate you ever lived with, like the cleanest freak, like the guy who everything had to be done his way. Times that by ten, and then you have half of what John Cena is. Yes, Nikki Bella. Yes. So that is a real thing. Like my my gal lives with me, but it's she doesn't own my house. I owned the house long before her. I can't just she can't if she came home from work, I don't get to write her a note and leave it on the door and be like, Hey, by the way, you don't live here anymore. I know all your stuff is here and I know this is where you get all your mail, but you don't live anymore. My name's on the on the D get the hell out. That doesn't work. This is great. My parents can never <laughs> kick me out. That's now. right. I am, I'm gonna be That's right. free. So he leaves the note on the door. So she's like, well, this this doesn't work. So she gathers the kids and goes in to collect her stuff. And Antonio Brown's like, ah, nope, can't do it. Even though he gave her time to vacate the premises, he's like, nope, can't come in. So she goes and, and tells the cops, hey, you know, it's I, my I'm, stuff is yeah, here. My stuff is here. I'm being locked out of the house. And Antonio Brown, I guess tells the cops hey the kids can come in she can't come in and the kids say no we're scared of our father this according to amy dash so the cops are like hey man this 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 doesn't work and then she says that obviously he gets a he gets a little rough with her right gets into a domestic disturbance so they file uh an arrest they they put out an an arrest uh warrant warrant for him Yeah, yeah so they show up at the house and antonio brown just doesn't answer the door we know he's in the house. Do and, we? Yeah, he's there. Like, we know he's in the house. What if he has an El Chapo tunnel system <laughs> of some sort? The best part is this is now the second time Antonio Brown has done this. Previously, like a year or two ago, Antonio Brown, when he moved to Florida uh, during the whole Tom Brady thing, I guess some movers showed up to his house with some of his stuff, and then they had the nerve to ask Antonio Brown to pay them 
for doing what he hired them to do. What jerks. And Antonio Brown's like, I'm not paying you anything. So the guy's like, well, I'm taking the stuff. Well, Antonio Brown like starts throwing things at him, yeah, tries yeah. to steal the property out. There's an arrest warrant issued for him. Antonio Brown just holds up in his house. Yeah, I remember that. He threw like a couch at people. Yes. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we are now, number two, Antonio Brown in his house now. There is an arrest warrant issued for him. And this is now a week later, and I just saw this today. Amy Dash tweeted out, this is from League of Justice, that police do believe Antonio Brown is still inside his house, and they're waiting for his surrender. There is a police presence outside of Antonio Brown's house right now, and it has been there for an entire week. And they say they're not going in because they're not concerned about his welfare, because apparently Antonio Brown has been communicating with several other people that he knows during this week, and they say he's doing fine. He is just holed up in his house. And the police are like, well, I guess we're just, we're going to, eventually he has to leave the house. How crazy does, is it? Does he have does to? He? Does well, he have to? Can't he just like DoorDash food? Are they, no. Has this become a siege now? Do they have, are they shooting catapults into his house? What's I don't going on? know. But it's, they arrived, the police arrived at his house 11 a.m. a week ago to get Brown outside so they could take him into custody on a misdemeanor battery charge. However, the Tampa police say that Brown refused to communicate with the officers or open his door despite them using a megaphone. They're outside of his house with a megaphone for a week, and he's just not answering. I just It blows my mind that Antonio Brown, a number of years ago, the best receiver in the NFL, signed at the time the richest contract in wide receiver history with the, with the Raiders. And this is how it ends. Not the first, but the second time he has now barricaded himself in the house and refusing to come out. That's absolutely insane behavior. But at the same time, like, think about it. So you just said he, like he's as crazy as Kanye. Think about this. In 2010, I tell you that the craziest people in the world are Antonio Brown and Kanye West. Would you believe me? You'd be like, oh, that really good wide receiver up and coming for the Steelers and Kanye West, arguably the best rapper in the world. And you're going to think they're an absolute lunatic in 10 years. How crazy is that? It's insane. But I still. And, How can and- you not go in and get him also? That's my question. Like, why can't you just go in there and get him? I I would like to, for my police uh, brethren out there, right, that are listening to this program, we know a lot of cops listen. After a week, so you're outside with a megaphone. two hours. Can he, is this one of those where there's like, well, he's not doing anything so that we don't want to escalate this? I find it odd that there is a warrant issued. You're at the guy's door, and you're like, hey, man, we got an arrest uh, uh, warrant for you. And he's like, no, no, I'm not coming out. Can he go a month? Can he go six months? And they did say that there is a constant police present outside of his his house, and they said that there is no other option. They said that he will, that the arrest warrant will stay active, and that as soon as he leaves the house, he will be arrested. So So can I do that? Like, if I'm wanted on something... Just as a normal, regular dude, can I just shut my door and be like, nope, you're not coming in? squatting meets going on the lam or something like that. Well, I'm I'm so confused about this, too, because, like, if it's a big enough deal that for his arrest, you have to have police presence outside of his house at all times, wouldn't you think that it's a big enough deal to be like, hey, you know what, just go into the house and go get him? Like, it's this weird, like, gray area where it's like, it's a big enough deal that we have to arrest him. But it's not a big enough deal that we go kick in his door. Yeah. It's, I think this is one of the, I, I cannot, outside of like a Branch Davidian compound or like the Bundys up at the, uh, like the, the nature reservoir thing. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. I honestly did not know that you could do this. 
I had no idea that you can just be like, eh, I'm not doing it. I, I learned two things today. I learned my parents can never kick me out, and two, if they try to, I just got to lock the door. <laughs> no one will get me out of there. Now Police someone's, won't come in and get me. Now, I don't know if this is correct. Was someone to say, is it a misdemeanor, war, a misdemeanor warrant? Because if it was a felony warrant, they could force their way into the house. So if it's not a felony, then you can't force your way into the house? I would think of if there's any state where you could force your way into any house at any point, it would be Florida. Right. Right. Like, it seems like it's kind of the Wild West like out there. Like, anything goes. Right. Like, it, we watched a lot of Law & Order. You've seen a lot of Law & Order. Why can't you just go in there and get them? I did not know this was a thing. I had no idea. And so this story just kind of faded because this was a week ago. So I kind of thought that maybe this, because you never heard anything about how the other one ended. We knew he was in a standoff with police, and then it just kind of faded away. Is it possible that Antonio Brown has found a loophole in the system that if you just refuse to get arrested, eventually we just get tired and then you just we forget about it? It's like when your dad was like, oh, you're in trouble, mister. And then your dad eventually just you know, kind of forgot about it. You got lazy. Like, you're supposed to be grounded for a month. And then like a weekend, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, eh, this isn't worth my time. I think Antonio Brown has found a loophole in the system. Is he the smartest legal mind of our generation? <laughs> hey, like, think about it. You're going to get arrested. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm not. And just like he just walked away and he wasn't arrested. Like that might be the greatest legal defense of all time. <laughs> hey, why are you in court today? Well, they tried to arrest me. Why? I don't know. I just said no. And then you're out of it. Well, and what's going on? Yeah. Is that do you get extra charges? Is that resisting arrest? Because technically, is he resisting arrest if he just, can he do the, I didn't hear you? Or is it like you have to be in public and being pursued to be resisting? I don't know. Isn't this the definition of resisting arrest? They're out front of your home with a <laughs> megaphone. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a yeah. siege. Someone is saying that didn't work out well for the Branch Davidians. That is true. That didn't work out well for anyone. That whole Waco situation. No. Yeah, mm, I don't, no, I don't no think you want Antonio Brown's house lit on fire for a, a, a battery charge, but... I just thought that was fascinating today when I read that. I, I was happy to scroll through my Twitter feed, and all it said on, on the Amy Dash was day seven. And I was like, day seven? And then I clicked on I was like, well, I'll be damned. Antonio Brown at it again. Do you yeah. think he has a wall where he just marks in chalk like day one in isolation, day two? I will tell you right now that if you put a live – because he's like a big uh, – he's a big social media he's guy. He's a Twitch guy. Yeah, he's a rapper. I – yeah, he is. From the pit, not the palace. Going <laughs> gremlin mode, Suk. I have never watched anything on Twitch. Not a single thing. And I have no desire to. If you put a live stream of what Antonio Brown was doing during this siege, standoff, whatever you want to call it, I would watch that. I 100% would watch a reality show of Antonio Brown inside his house and what that guy is doing on a day-to-day -day basis because I want to know, is he like... Is it is it barricaded? Are curtains drawn? Is he like is he armed? Is he like looking out the window? Or is he just like making a sandwich and like watching television? Is he just going through like a, a Game of Thrones binge on his couch? Meanwhile, there's a cop outside with a megaphone. Is he laughing? Is he nervous? Like you said, is there an intricate tunnel system? Is there somehow a DoorDash guy showing up at the back door? I have questions. And I would 100% watch that TV show. I, I'm down. I'm all for it. Let's. Uh, I think if we just tweet at him, he'll probably do it. It's Antonio Brown. I do feel like it. The if, chances aren't zero. I mean, if you tweeted at him, you might get him on a, a Twitch stream. I bet you he would. Holy jeez. Especially if I pretend to be a hot chick. Yeah, that probably would do it. I think that would work. Yeah. He's very into the hot chicks. Well, what the police need to do is they not... The police 
or trying the megaphone thing Ooh. or and the threat. They need the hot chick. They they should bring Rachel Bush out there and be like, hey, yeah. Antonio, R- Rachel Bush, your old friend is right here. Yeah, if you come out, if you brought out a hot, like with a and just like showed up at the door and bring like Giselle, I feel there you go. I feel like Giselle could end this standoff a hundred percent. He's been tweeting about you know wanting yeah. to hook up with her ever since she broke up with Tom Brady. Ever show up with like a six pack and a pizza and Giselle in a bikini? I think that ends this standoff. I think he'd come out. Tampa, please give me a call. We do have a, a, a texter in um, policeman here says in Oregon we can only go in on an arrest warrant if it's their house and it's a felony. The way we would do it for a misdemeanor is to then apply for a search warrant to go and get uh, to go and get them. On top of all this, Tampa police has been in a scandal after their chief was caught trying to get out uh, of a ticket by flashing her badge on body camera. I did see I that. I did see that one. Yeah. Boy, so, may, so Antonio, Thunderdome. Antonio Brown is indeed just doing the... <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if they can execute a search warrant, they can go get him, but maybe that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. We're now entering... Well, because now in Tampa, it's, it's getting close to day eight. I want this story covered. I know, like remember when it was at lives at Pedro Gomez that was always lurking outside of Barry Bonds' house during the steroid scandal. I want that. Yep. I want ESPN to send Ed Warder down there to just cover this twenty four seven like Panda Watch. I, I need Brian Fantane live Panda Watch from Antonio Brown's house. It's a tense moment out here, and then I I want Antonio Brown like shirtless like in a window just looking out like hey. He's like, hey, what's up, everybody? He starts doing like a uh, Ter- Terrell Owens yeah. little workout on the driveway. Yeah, Everyone comes up, interviews him, but can't arrest him. Could you? Oh, that's my other question. Like, if he opened the garage and was doing push-ups in his garage, could you go get him then, or is it like you you can't break the? Can he stand in the doorway and just give everyone the bird and be like, aha! Again, you, you, he's you, done that. You can't come get me. Or is it the matter that the door is closed and you can't breathe? I, again, questions. So I got, many. I got questions. All right, well, maybe actually talk some on-the-field NFL stuff when we come back. No more Antonio Brown unless I think of more questions. You got a big man edition, Will Souk and Ryan Buckley right here, 1080 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You can text the program 503-250-1080. Someone said the Antonio Brown situation is like when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and they told him to leave and he said no. That is true. He won an Oscar. He slapped Chris Rock. The Oscars got together and was like, hey, Will, you got to leave. And he literally was like, nah, no, I'm going to stick around. And then they gave him an award and let him go up there and speak. Maybe this, I'm doing this life thing all wrong. So I, yes. I just always thought when someone's like, hey, you got to go, I kind of thought you had to go. Turns out you don't. So I should just sit in this chair every day, and then whenever someone comes in I, to try and do the show, I just say, I'm not going to move. I'm I here. am I am fascinated because, look, Dirt and Sprague are going to offer no resistance. No offense, but Sprague weighs like 100. I would body those two. Yeah, Sprague weighs like 110 pounds. He takes his shirt off a lot. Dirt's not doing anything besides talking about when he was a high school quarterback. And look, I've he seen, was a high school quarterback. He was a high school quarterback. Oh. I've seen him work out with his personal trainer. Trust me, you're not in any he sort of our gym too. He's, he's not in any sort of threat there. I really am fascinated now that if you just showed up before their show and sat down, what would they do? I feel like you could be on that program. Should I do it? Should I get up early in the morning and just roll in? Well, I'd have to have one of them let me in. But then after I got in. I feel like it would be awkward as hell, but I don't know what they would do. Yeah, What's Dirt going to physically move you from no. his chair? Are I, they going to call I, the cops? The cops not going to make me move. No, I really feel like maybe they would try to cut off your mic, but I don't think they'd want to make it awkward. I think that eventually they would just lean into it and you would be a three-man a three-man <laughs> a three-man show. Man Sorry, show. Dirt, you're sitting over there today. <laughs> Like, this yeah, is the, my spot. The key is don't sit in either one of their spots. Just the, the, the table we're at now, there's three extra mics. Just mm. go sit at that one in the middle and just stare. Just stare and be like, I'm doing the show. I think it would work. <laughs> just, like, just so you guys know, I, I'm on. I think you could Antonio Brown this situation. It's a big studio. There's and you like, could threaten to. You could threaten to, like, if you don't turn my mic on, I'm going to yell so you'll overhear me on other people's mic, which is way more annoying to people. Yeah. Or They're, I'll just push people around until I get to a mic. Yeah, or I'll too. grab the mic and yank it back over to my side. There's a couch here. Like, it's this is a big new studio. There's a nice, comfy couch. You get a little blanket and a pillow. And you just refuse to leave. I mean, you'll have to go to the bathroom eventually, but, you know, that's again, there's no way to lock that door. They can't barricade you out. No. You're easily pushing your way through that. I think we just found your intro into your radio career, my man. There we go. I'll just never leave. And just wear an Antonio Brown jersey and you'll be fine. You ain't going anywhere. That's how I got on the show today. <laughs> I just was here and was like, hey, you should let me on. And you were like, okay, no one else is here. Yeah, Come on in. Not? Yeah, Nemec sick. Let's go. All right, we were going to talk NFL, but I got an audible because someone has pointed me to this, and I do feel it needs to be discussed. The transfer portal is a hell of a thing going on in college football right now. No one seems to be able to handle it. Like, it's 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 just freaking nuts. I feel like every day, you know, we get told, hey, no one else is going to enter the, the portal, and then, like, 75 kids enter the portal. I think Oregon's got, like, 15 of them. 
Yeah, something, uh, something like that. And they said, 11 now is their, is their current count. Is it only up to 11? I yeah. thought it was more than well, that. Well, and they said it like right after Seven McGee and Byron Cardwell entered the portal, like, we don't expect any more. And then nine more transferred. Everybody's transferring. It's because everyone thinks, like, oh, I transfer, I'll get a better deal, I'll go to a better place, and then I'll be played, I'll be getting a ton of playing time, and then I'll be drafted one day. Oh, the other one I saw that said confirmed others, but I guess that was not, those weren't ducks. It was in the same tweet. Uh, Oregon Recruiting tweeted out a list of the people that had entered the tra- the transfer portal, and then down below there was a number of others. But that, for whatever reason, there's a kid from Arizona, Rhode Island, Alabama, Austin Pay. I don't know, or Austin, Austin P. P. I don't know why he listed those. But, yeah, you got Butterfield, Cardwell, Dollars, Seven McGee, uh, what, Jackson LaDuke, Justin Flo is probably the biggest name. Um, remember the start of the year when people thought that him and, yeah that he was yeah. going to be you know the end all to be all controversial opinion. I don't think he got worse. Well, I, he just he never did anything. I'm talking about all of them in general. Yeah. I don't think he got worse at Oregon. No, like I know that Seven and Sean and Cardwell and uh, Flo were all big names. What did they do for you this year? Like I honestly think you lost a touchdown and what 188 yards and what. 10 tackles, yeah. 20 well, tackles. There's a reason why most of the time people enter the portal is they're, 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 they're not a contributing factor. And the vast majority of those kids are not contributing factors. Now you lose depth and, you know, guys can pop. And Cardwell before the season was supposed to be a big deal. And then, you know, there were some injury concerns. And let's be honest, they just, you know, what Whittington and, and Buck Irving did this year made him inconsequential. Played was, better. Yeah, they were they were a phenomenal one-two punch. But this one is interesting because Dylan Johnson – is a running back for Mississippi State, or should I say he was a running back for Mississippi State, and he was a very productive one. So his freshman year, you know, he only you know, had you know, a handful of carries, but he played in 10 games, 225 yards, four touchdowns, still not bad, averaged four and a half yards a carry, and then his sophomore year, um, he ran the ball 89 times, 485 yards, five and a half yards a carry, four touchdowns. Remember, this is an offense that doesn't run the ball that much at Mississippi State. Good stats. And then his junior year, again, 89 carries, 500 yards, five and a half yards a carry, three touchdowns. He's a productive player, right? He's he's getting you know somewhere near 100 carries. He's giving you over five yards a carry, and he's consistently scoring you touchdowns. Well, apparently he is entering the transfer portal, and this was his message on Twitter as he was as he was leaving, when he goes through and says, first and foremost, I'd like to thank God. You always got to thank God. You got to thank the man have upstairs. Got to thank God. And he says that he, you know, thank you know family and friends and teammates and all that. Um, and he thanks the the Mississippi State University, my teammates, trainers, amazing fans. It has been an honor to participate in the program with all of you. Together, you guys have helped me uh, build a character and skill tremendously. But then he says, um, with that being said, and anytime someone says with that being said, they're about to burn the bridge. He says, since I am not very tough and Leach is glad I'm leaving, I will be entering my name into the transfer portal with the hopes of finding a more fit playing environment for me. Thank you. (laughs) What a glorious way to go out because I'm not very tough. And Mike Leach is glad I'm leaving. And let me tell you, looking at this kid, he looks pretty damn tough. I wouldn't want to mess with him. <laughs> well, I will tell you it's that classic Leach, though. Mike Leach, and this is a weird thing for me because like, I hate bully coaches. I hate him, and he's a big bully coach. And that's the part that I struggle with because that heavy-handed, like, just old school. You're not very tough, and you know he calls out his old linemen and calls them fat after games and. It's never his fault. It's that it drives me 
crazy. And he had that situation when he was at Texas Tech, and remember he was locking people in sheds because they had concussions. Craig James's kid, it's yes. spraying people down with hoses, and like I want to like Mike Leach because away from football, he's my favorite coach. I want to go, and I got invited to go down to Key West. Go the, hang out with him. Seriously, we were talking one night. I said Key West is like one of my favorite places. He's like, why don't you come down? And I thought I was, and he was like, he goes, he goes, yeah, he's like, contact me about it. <laughs> Come on down. He tells me what time he's being there, and we we're always talking about what we were reading. So over a couple years at Pac-12 Media Days, he would remember me, and mm-hmm. he would ask me what I'm reading. And I, I asked one time the the PR guy at Washington State, I was like, I was like, he keeps talking about me going down to Key West. I'm like, this is like the third year in a row. I'm like, is he? And he goes, oh yeah. He goes, he won't. You know, he, he goes, he's not gonna, you know, think much about it. But he goes, if you called him. And said, hey, I'm down in Key West. Because he told me, he goes, this is when I'm there. He goes, 100%. You could show up at his house and he would invite you in. And I'm like, oh, my God. I want to go to Sloppy Joe's with with Mike Leach. That'd be epic. But I hate him as a guy. He would drive me crazy. I mean, here's a very productive player. And you know that Mike Leach just spent an entire year telling that guy that he's a piece of crap and that he's not tough, and then I'm happy you're gone. Probably insulting his fat little girlfriend or yes. whatever the quote was yes. that he used back at Texas Tech. Like, the transfer portal is a hell of a thing, and it's it's a bummer when you lose a kid to the portal when the only uh, the only downside is that you don't have enough money, right? That's the one that bums me out. When... You get a you you develop a player and and you just you you don't have the like the the Drake May situation in North Carolina. Yeah, that guy entered the transfer portal basically to tell North Carolina you need to come up with some money, and clearly they did. But if they didn't have the millions of dollars, he would have gone and played at Alabama, and that's the part that bums me out. But stuff like this, I'm glad that that Dylan Johnson can now go find a place where he's not going to have the world's biggest ass as his head coach telling him that he's not tough. It especially drives me nuts when an old, feeble man tells a kid that he's not tough. Uh, that that just and it's it's my ultimate hypocrisy because I hate coaches like that, but I can't help it. I love Mike Leach. I just I I have to separate the two. Well, if you want to be he, nice to he, him he, and all this kumbaya <laughs> uh, crap, <laughs> he's one of those coaches like uh, many artists for me when I'm listening to their music. Like I love their music. But I hate them as a person. Like, yeah. them as a person, they suck. Mike Leach has a little bit of that for me, too. Although, I'm definitely not going down to Key West to hang out with him. He'll probably make me roll around on some beach volleyball court and then go run and play football. I really don't I... care what you think. <laughs> I don't care what you think, <laughs> some Mike. sanctimonious troll. <laughs> I just, I, I've, I've never been more conflicted in, in my life over a football coach because I want to hang on them, but he would be the last football coach I would ever want to play with. My old line coach was like that, and he to this day might be, and he's dead now, uh, whatever. He might be my least favorite human being that I've ever encountered. Like, wow. as you know, I'm not encountering Hitler or, you know, you know, varying degrees of criminals. Like, uh, just well, didn't you encounter like a really bad politician a couple of years back? Oh, uh, that's true. But I didn't have any sort of, you know, I, I ran into that guy at a party. Of anyone that I've had any sort of relationship with, he is my least favorite human being that ever walked this planet, mm-hmm. and he was very much like Mike Leach. And had the transfer portal been a thing at BYU, or when I was there, I would have been gone after six weeks. I would have been like, screw you. 
I'm out of here. I don't get to. I don't get to have sex. I don't get to drink, and I got to put up with your crypt keeper ass. Yeah, where do I? Where do I take the train? Where am I out of here? The trans. So that's is crap. Always bagpipe. As crappy as the transfer portal is, it really does serve a purpose for stuff like this because you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to put up with that. You really shouldn't. It, it has its pros and its cons, and within five or six years, the transfer portal will get dialed in. It won't be quite the wild, wild west that it is right now, but I couldn't agree with you more. Sometimes there are players who enter the transfer portal that aren't good enough to play where they're at, and they need to go somewhere else. Sometimes you have a horrible coach or horrible teammates, and you don't want to be with them anymore. So good luck to Dylan Johnson. I yeah. hope it goes well for him. One more to go, even though we're way over for a move into Club 1080, and we talk about roving bands of murderers, apparently, in my neighborhood. That, when primetime returns, right here on 1080 The Fan. Uh, we're terribly excited. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. about that. All right, we're way over. We got Mike leached. So uh, basically, we should be breaking for the club anyway. So we're just going to play the this. This might be the all time Mike Leach. This is the fat little girlfriend clip. So this is Mike Leach talking about uh, why his team lost. As coaches, we failed to get through to him. As, as coaches, we failed uh, 
to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little <laughs> girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be and how, you know, uh, you know, we had, we had, you know, we had a whole bunch of people. Everybody wanted to win the football game, but nobody wanted to play the football game. Well, I, I mean, that defies every level of uh, work ethic that exists with regard to football. And uh, as coaches, we have to solve our failure on uh, on reaching them, and uh, the players have to listen. And I, I'm willing to go to uh, fairly amazing lengths to try to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be successful this week or not, but. But, you know, I am going to try, and there will be some people inconvenienced. Uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. <laughs> Boy, see, like, that that awesome. is that is all kinds of awesome. But if I was a player, dude, I would be livid. Livid. I mean, that's – there's just no need for that. Like, I love the man so much off the field, but just that crap – and it's it just it and it gets personal. I remember when he was at Washington State, he would he would talk about his fat old linemen and wanted to take away their chairs. So when they came off on the sideline, they they didn't get to sit down because they like basically they were, they, they were too fat. They don't need to sit. That he did that this year in game to his wide receivers. He thought they were being too lazy. He yeah, folded right. up all their chairs. He folded up and all he, the chairs. And he barely could bend over to do it. That was the best part. <laughs> right. That was just I always. I always struggled with some old coach that could barely move, calling like, like trying to call someone out for being fat and lazy. I'm like, dude, you can't bend over and touch your toes, but I'm fat and lazy. I'm like, okay, great, great point. And the fat little girlfriends, it's a hilarious clip, but I don't know how you you like on the recruiting trail. I don't know how you sell that. Like, it might have sold me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I just wanted a girlfriend. I didn't care if they were fat or little. They could have been tall, skinny. Why, why fat, they gotta little. be fat? Why you know there's old linemen with good looking girlfriends. Why do they gotta be fat? Exhibit A. Why do they gotta be fat? Exactly. Hey, as soon as you find the one that's good looking, you jump on it is as that quick you, as you can. You hold on to that. You For hold dear life. <laughs> White knuckle that thing. <laughs> club today, what do we got coming up in the club today? I will talk about a roving band of murderers at uh, three in the morning. Uh I got some Lance Armstrong stuff and uh what is worth going to prison for 21 years? Think about that. And apparently Will's got a interesting, uh, we got some roommate. I got news. a roommate. We got, well, we got a roommate. going to prison too. <laughs> Club 1080 when we come back here on The Fan. When you live by the board. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.